0: This week on an exciting, deep diving off the top rope episode of Keter Wrestling's Inside Cradle, we have so much to talk about. AEW changing the the game plan heading into their big All Out paperweight. Hey, I'm sorry, I'm getting a look here. Ah, crap! Sportskeeda Wrestling wishes Kevin Callum well in his future endeavors. Where <laughs> is this coming from? Uh. Really, so- um, did you expect? Did you know about this, Rick? Uh- Watch
1: out watch out, watch, out, watch out! watch out! Damn, are we still gonna do the show now? I mean Are you working for free?
0: I, I, I clicked I clicked record, so we're we're doing it now. Did you work yourself into a shoot? Is that what happened here? Did you work yourself into a shoot the way you said that? <laughs> like a mom. Like a mom. A little, <laughs> did you do that again? Did Hammond. you damn it? Did you work you look at you? You gotta, you gotta work smart. Don't work hard. You know, it's alright. Uh, no no one ever is never no one's ever going to accuse me of working hard. Tuck your when you're bumping, you tuck your chin, sweetheart. Um,
1: yeah. That's so. for sure. That is the first lesson I learned.
0: <laughs> if you are with us, we will be talking to him about uh Rick Cucino did some bumping this week. I'm Kev no, we Callum. We don't
1: need to talk about that.
0: We are we'll, getting to it. We're getting to it. Rick did, Rick did some wrestling and we're we're going to talk about it this week. Don't yeah, th- you, do not think we were doing the show this week and you were not touching on that. Uh, we do this every single week. It is a deeper, kind of l- more looser conversation about the-, the general topic, the general goings-on uh, of this week in wrestling with a little bit more depth. You can check out all the other content we have on the Sports Gear Wrestling YouTube channel every Monday night. Vince Russo, bro, talking about Monday Night Raw. Rick, you're with Dutch Tell every Friday night what? with Smack Talk, which is uh, SmackDown. It's been an incredible show. I went to Raw this week. All right. Well, I can right. tell you about that live experience. I'm sorry. Um, and we have those up every single week. Plus the top story of the day, five days a week. We do the biggest stories of the day right around 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. So uh, those are all on our YouTube. And also, if you're an audio person, we are now available as a podcast as well, including the show every single week. You can check it out. Hours and hours of uh, on-demand content on our video channel on YouTube, Facebook as well. And our podcast, and did you know Snapchat's a big deal? We're, we're big on Snapchat, so that's pretty that
1: another account I have to sign up for. What the hell is you're on with? it?
0: Did you know uh, we, we record these voiceovers for these incredible top fives? Shout out to our amazing editor, Cyber Shack, who puts these together. He put my face on Macho Man, and it, be, it was like a cartoon. I, I, I lost my mind watching it. I was like, I was like, eight year old Kevin would lose his watching this, you know what I mean? Like, he would lose his yeah. mind. You dig it? Yeah, uh, yes I, it was macho man complaining to jake the snake about why don't you get bit by the snake first? Oh, so yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can uh,
1: former there. uh former cincinnati reds minor league great
0: randy the macho man savage by the way oh <laughs> you gotta get your since you gotta <laughs> get your ohio bullshit in there uh let, let, let let's everything get, let's... comes back to ohio kev
1: everything
0: comes back to ohio all right. If you're watching, don't be afraid to jump into the comments there. All right. Uh, you, you know, we are a bit pretty right now. That doesn't mean I'm not going to respond to your comments and get involved in here. If you disagree with the hot, hot takes that we're serving out here like pancakes, get in the comments, tough guy. All right. Type it up. All right. We don't have to yell at each other, but we can't argue. We can debate. Make it great. This ain't no flame war. All right. We ain't yelling sucks and like hammering the X button on our keyboard. All right. You know, put an argument together you disagree with this, let us know. Sound off in those comments and jump in there. A lot to get into. Uh, AEW had a, has had a huge week,
1: right? Before we get into it, I'm going to set the over-under at how many times I get called an AEW mark at about six and a half.
0: Okay, six and a half? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to set the over-under at me being called a WWE fanboy at about a, a easily five to one odds. Like, easily, like, at like least least uh or an apologist. I mean call it an apologist a lot. So there we go. Let's get into it. AEW moving the needle. All right. A lot of big moves made by them. Uh they sold out the United Center. <laughs> they, they sold out the United Center last what, week. What about
1: eight minutes? Yes.
0: Uh this and they, is... and for a one
1: hour show. Gosh, it's almost like somebody big is gonna be there. It's almost it's almost, almost like, maybe... like it's the worst kept secret in professional wrestling.
0: Yes. Uh, let's talk about that. We'll talk about what a- what th- things that AEW did this week to not really tease that. They they kind of pulled off a little bit on this week's Dynamite, uh, but it's all there. A few weeks ago, you had Darby Allen saying he wants to fight the best in the world. They ran the promo. They're going to they're run the United Center, the home of the Chicago Bulls, and the Blackhawks, a certain former WWE superstars' favorite hockey team, United Center. We're calling it the first dance, playing into the Bulls stuff here. There were even more teases last night during a a promo backstage by the elite that a lot of people kind of saw a lot
1: of Easter eggs in that, and that they're having that they pulled kind of like an impact, an impact promo kind of a thing, except they made it, they went Marvel with it. They just put a ton of Easter eggs in there. I mean, Kenny Omega wearing a cookie monster shirt, CM, CM punk, you know, there are several other references breaking the net uh, you know, off of the basketball hoop, there were several other ones that uh, that were in there. Hawaiian shirts, possibly Bray Wyatt. We'll talk about that as well. Way too early to assume Bray Wyatt's coming
0: to mm-hmm. AEW, although um, I think it would be a slam dunk. But we will get there. Also saw a very fancy robe that someone was wearing there as well. Oh, boy, did we. So a uh, lot to be alluded there. A lot to be alluded for what, what's going on here and how things are going to look. I do have tickets for August 20th. Uh, hopefully that's still happening, but let's talk about AEW in general. They're making some moves here, man, and they're, they're going to do some big things, but some of the moves we thought we were going to get aren't going the way that we thought they were. And other ones I think are becoming a little bit bigger, faster than we expected. Uh, some new players in AEW are already in prominent positions. Malachi black forming known as Alistair black, Tommy end making his in-ring debut for AEW last night in Jacksonville, Florida, at Daly's place he defeats cody destroys him and and i wouldn't even i wouldn't even call it a match i would say it was more of like a glorified squash and put him put him through a table wrecked his leg it it was less of a match and more of a a, a handful of very physical things that led up to the finish and a Mm post-match angle where cody alluded that he is on the verge of retiring uh and then was uh, attacked kind of i kind of kind of like why are you not picking up that crutch that was brought in the ring? It's almost like they brought that crutch in the ring, and they what left it there, that? and you're talking about it, and it seems like you put it very, very specifically, like a Red Rider BB gun, you put it right in the corner, and and then you got hit with it, and he was going to do, is tearful. You know, I'm at a different point in my life, I love those guys, people may think that we get mad at the EVPs, let me just talk about some dirt sheet stuff, and Malachi Black lays me out and uh, takes my boot.
1: Which, by the way, just shows you that they read these guys read all of this crap that you know sites like us write. Uh, so <laughs> careful, careful what you write out there. They they read this stuff. They do. They know who's full of crap and who's not. Uh, who does who does things the right way and who doesn't. Um, you know, Cassie Lee, uh, she did a great, uh, interview this week with, uh, Chris Van Vliet and she, uh, she raked the dirt sheets through the coal, uh, in a, in a segment there. And that was pretty funny. Uh, but I highly suggest you check out that's, uh, that interview with Chris Van Vliet. That was some really, really good stuff on insight, but, uh, I loved everything about this main event last night, uh, from Alistair, excuse me, uh, Malachi Black being presented as this big Star and an instant threat. I absolutely love that. There was no slow, slow playing whatsoever. He came in, he decimated Cody Rhodes. He took Cody Rhodes out as he was making his Mark Henry retirement speech. All Cody needed last night was salmon-colored tights. Like, cause for for a second, there he had me going. Cause he even talked about like on his conference call this week, which we had the audio up on our um, our Spotify channel. Mm -hmm. on the podcast channel he even talked about how like this night last night was it was really really big for him personally and i immediately thought back to that as it seemed like he was you know walking into this retirement speech and he starts taking off the boots to leave him in the middle of the ring had me for a brief second there and then alistair damn it malachi uh came in and and blasted him with the crutch i know it's two of them already (laughs) it's hard man it's really really hard uh counts counts two
0: counts two and oh that's two and oh
1: when mr black when mr black came into the ring and decimated him with the crutch i was like okay so they're just writing him off of tv for a while and then i remembered yeah cody's filming two seasons of that reality show or that game show that he does so yeah they're taking him off of tv for uh, for a little while and i loved cody's section in the promo c- where he talked about how his face has been plastered all over you know everywhere for the last 3 years and you know we got a bunch of new people here and it's time for other people to step up into the spotlight i love that because it's true because you have andrade you have christian you have uh miro who i think is going to be a dominant aew world champion one day multi-time aew world champion one day now you've brought in malachi black and reportedly you've got other dudes getting ready to come in cm punk daniel Bryan, other free agents are coming available you gotta gotta take you gotta take some people
0: off tv then
1: you gotta take some people have got to take a step back and cody rhodes is the perfect person to take a step back for the time being over the next few months and let these big names come in and thrive on the main event scene. And I, I loved everything about it last night. Malachi is now an instant threat. He is a main event player. And it's hard to believe that was the first match we've seen him in since he lost to Kevin Owens in that uh, uh, that no-holes-barred table match or whatever the hell it was um, before last the year. WWE draft in October.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that was his first
1: match since October of last year.
0: But he had all those angles and all that different stuff that that he had a cartoon they built around him. uh, I know he he
1: showed up for that one day on SmackDown and gave uh, a black mask to Big E, and then it was it was bye bye.
0: That's a whole other show. That's a whole other show that that we've already done. We've already done that show. Uh, What do you think? Here is Cody completely out of the picture for All Out the pay per view here Labor Day weekend. I think I think he's out of the picture for a while.
1: I think you don't and, even need to bring
0: him back now. He's you write him off for a while. I think he,
1: I think he was written off for a long time. Um, Maybe, maybe not even till the end of the year. Uh, They're going back to, to Daly's place on the 29th of December. Uh, So maybe he, I mean, you got to think he just had a baby too. So, you know, maybe he wants mm-hmm. to spend some time at home. He's got this game show that he's doing. He's got all these major superstars coming in. And he's also a really, really smart guy. Again, if you go back and you listen to the conference call, he knows that the audience is kind of souring and and he's getting a little bit stale with the audience. And he has no interest. This is something he said. He has no interest in turning heel. So he does not want to read the room and turn back into a heel just because people are booing him. He says he doesn't have the energy for a heel run. He did it for 10 years. Doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, so he's gonna take some time off, out of sight, mm-hmm. out of mind. Mm-hmm. And they'll bring he'll he'll come back. I think, I think maybe he's done as a full-time competitor, a full-time wrestler. Maybe we'll see him. Uh, now? He's it, in his
0: late 30s, right?
1: Oh, okay. see, that's the thing. It's deceptive because he's been around forever. He was in WWE when he was a young pup. Yeah, he's only yeah. 36.
0: Yeah. He's only um,
1: 36. He's yes. younger than most of these guys that they, they brought in to be main event players.
0: But what adds to your career? Not going in the ring all the time, you Not know?
1: Filling up the bump card—that's
0: exactly yeah. what it is. Um, so
1: I would not be stunned if he takes kind of like the the Triple H approach here, where not,
0: not currently now and point. then. It's only yeah, we'll is. see
1: him maybe three or four times a year for uh, for for major spots. They and, wrote uh, him out of the world whoop. title.
0: You yeah, know, he he did an angle where I can't I can't challenge for the world title ever again. For right now, for right now, they, they can find a way around that if they want to. Yep. Uh, so that's going on there. Did they write off another character who we thought was going to have a big presence at All Out? For months and months and months, fans have been clamoring to see Adam Hangman Page get yeah. his stuff together. You know, he got kicked out of the elite faction who are now heels. Uh, and then he was uh, tagging with Kenny Omega, who's now a heel once again with the old elite faction he was in, the world champion. And now they're going to re-meet on different sides of the coin with uh, Hangman no longer... Uh, the tweener. He is a baby face. who's found himself uh-huh. and uh, okay. he has he has friends again in Dark Order who want him to be successful. And he tells them, guys, you can't have my back anymore. I got to do this on my own. That's what they tell him when he goes out to the ring last night and he gets obliterated by the elite. And even the Dark Order says, we can't go out there and save him. We can't do it. We want to go out there and save him, but we can't because he said we can't save him. And then he still gets his ass kicked and he gets laid out by, by all of these guys. All the finishers are put on him. Right? by the elite and Kenny Omega. And we were supposed to get Kenny Omega versus Adam Hangman Page, but they lost this big five-on-five match two weeks ago. Uh, He was going to say something in this promo, but didn't get to say it. Cody was going to retire, but they didn't get to say it. Uh, And they get uh, attacked. So my issue was sort of the same story you did twice in one show. Mm. Uh, Also, that Cody angle, we saw something with a crutch 45 minutes before it all right you had britt baker and and, and reba in the in the ring with, with the crutch they did that bit they did a bit with a the, they did a bit with a crutch like 45 minutes beforehand so some redundancy but everybody lets them go because it's all elite right it's all it's all it's all copy paste <laughs> that's what it feels like with i don't i i don't, I,
1: I don't consider i don't consider the cody and the uh hangman page to be similar one iota to be completely honest with you right, I, it's
0: not that similar it's not that similar, but it's somewhere like after the show, and I was like, "Oh, this is a pretty good episode." I've seen better episodes of Dynamite. I think that's—I don't think that's a, a sure, bad. sure,
1: no. But uh, the thing—the thing that I love the most about this Adam Hangman Page story is that they are—they are slow playing this to a T, and I like it a lot. There's no need to—to to rush into his world title victory because we know it is coming. It is going to be coming very, very soon. Uh, so they don't want to do it in Chicago for uh, a particular reason, and I love that they didn't like. They didn't try to swerve us at all. They didn't give us this. Oh, Adam Page lost, and now he's lost his opportunity. But we know somehow he's going to come in, and and he's going to no, no, because actually in AEW wins and losses matter. They do. They mm-hmm. it's none of this. Carmella's lost uh, three championship matches in a row, but we're going to give her another one because screw it. We don't care. We need. We want
0: Bianca to defend the title again. So here's but Carmella they, they, the, the thing for, is, for I don't. I, BS, people love Page so much. If he found a way to get into the title situation, I don't think people would get mad about it.
1: I don't think they'd be mad about it. And then as a matter of fact, I think there are some pe- more people out there who are disappointed that it's not Page and Omega at all out, and now we're leaning toward Christian and Omega at all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I, I I'm okay with this. Um, one because I think Christian's there to lose. I, I would I would be absolutely stunned. Uh, if if Kenny loses the championship to Christian. I don't think Kenny's losing it until he drops it to Hangman. So this kind of elongates Kenny's run here. He can beat guys like Christian. Maybe he beats a guy uh, like uh, CM Punk. CM Punk, could sh- if he comes in at Rampage, he could show
0: up at All Out. Dude, and, why are you uh, talking about CM Punk and AEW? What are you talking about?
1: Oh, what? Is that a rumor? Is that a, is that a spoiler alert that I just did? Uh, What? Going on? Uh, a guy like CM Punk, a guy like Daniel Bryan. Uh, these guys can come in. Share the
0: link, everybody. Did you hear that? Share the link. <laughs>
1: I'm shut up like, like it isn't already the biggest see spoiler alert if you didn't know fightful broke the story uh fightful and body slam broke the story about uh, uh daniel Bryan. but um you got all these other guys who can come in and wrestle kenny omega and and maybe come in and get beat uh to be completely honest with you and really solidify uh kenny omega's title run here before he drops it to adam page but i do love the fact that wins and losses mean something hangman lost that that elimination match and he got bumped out of the top five and that's it. He doesn't get his title shot. Now he's got to work his way back up. There's more money in the chase, Kevin. You know this. There's more money in the chase than the actual run with the title. And they see that with Adam Page, and they're going to move forward with that. And I uh, I, I appreciate that. Plus, we get to see Christian, who has been on fire in the ring lately, go up against Kenny Omega, uh, most likely at All Out now. I'm cool with it. I am absolutely 100% cool with wins and losses mattering and them not trying to find a way. Like like WWE, as, as, as good as the swerve was worked this past Friday, with Finn Balor and John Cena, right? And we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that a little bit. It's like, oh, no, it's it's really going to be Finn Balor who's going up against Roman Reigns. Nobody for a damn minute believed that Finn Balor was actually going to get that match against Roman Reigns. You knew somehow it was still going to end up being John Cena, and it was. At the end of the day, we got John Cena versus Roman Reigns because that's
0: it's, but that. it's, it's what fans wanted to see, and it's where they needed to get to and what they were building to. This is something where I'm just like, are you cutting the legs off Hangman Page because you want to drag it out more because you think it'll make more interesting television? And you got a pay-per-view coming up, and the payoff isn't going to be there. But obviously, with all these new guys showing up, I think they that the fans are going to pop for that. That's going to be their big payoff is these big reveals that fans know are coming, and they get to see, and that's going to be a bigger part of the show than storylines we're building up to that pay off on pay-per-view, which is still the stake of what that show is going to be, too.
1: So, and and who says it has to be at a pay-per-view? I mean, one thing that AEW does really, yeah. really well is they make all of their shows feel very, 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 very important. And mm-hmm. uh, I had a chance to talk to John Moxley this last, last week on ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati. Uh, that whole interview is available at ESPN1530.com under the podcast section, Cincy 360. Uh, he said, look, man, we, we had some big things planned for Cincinnati on September the 8th. That is my homecoming. We got some huge things planned for that dynamite. They go out there and they try to make every show feel special and that is why they are continuously now drawing uh, a million plus viewers every week and very very soon i believe they're going to start uh taking over uh getting getting higher numbers getting higher viewers than monday night raw is
0: we'll talk about monday Night raw i went to Raw. Mm-hmm. there was some chance there was some sentiment in the crowd oh, yeah there sure was uh and we will talk about whether or not the the show was hijacked because i can tell you as someone who was there i can confirm to you whether or not it was whether or not you want to go with it one way or not, internet. All right. So let's get into this unfortunate story. Jesus Christ. The millennial version of the undertaker, one of the most beloved characters, the last 10 years that WWE has created WWE. Some people say WWE can't make stars anymore, but uh, they made one and and a guy who definitely made himself and created something very, very special. All right. Uh, But it was under their banner. Don't, Don't give me that point. Uh, here's the thing: Bray Wyatt released by WWE on Saturday of all days. Very odd time to announce these. You usually get announced by the way to the ruin my weekend, you assholes. Um, and you're texting me like crazy on Saturday morning, and we didn't have it wasn't a it wasn't a pay per view weekend, so I didn't feel I had to be up super early. And I'm available sometimes for breaking news things. And I, I woke up to uh, at least 40 different texts from people at work, people I didn't know at work. Uh, and there's 40 texts about one person being released. Not like those big batch releases we've yeah. seen in the past few months.
1: But well, this is a big one.
0: This is a big one. This is a really big one. And,
1: and, and one I still and probably never will
0: understand. I Bray don't... Wyatt released by WWE.
1: What's going on here? For budgetary reasons. He was told it was a budget cut. Can we please, for the love of God, stop with the budget cut? bullshit pardon my french i'm sorry this this one pisses me off to no end there is no way that you can sit there and tell me that i know he has a big contract i know he does or he did you can't tell me that you weren't making money off of bray wyatt because you were when he was an active competitor he was one of your top merchandise sellers he's one of the most beloved characters there are people who, who who hated him as well uh and you know, that's another thing we'll we'll talk about here because Ronda Rousey set the internet on fire uh, uh, this week uh, responding to Bray Wyatt's release. Um so you had the people who who weren't big fans of what Bray Wyatt was doing, shall we say? but this is one of the most creative uh guys in all of the company. This is a guy that everybody was rooting for, who wanted to see uh, better things for a guy that wWE ruined not once but twice with bad booking, and he still managed to become one of the most beloved superstars in all of the company. and all of a sudden, you're just you're just gonna let him go? You're just gonna say, We don't need you now. After you transported the character that he built to somebody else, you gave his character to somebody else and then said, We don't need you anymore. See you bye. Not Alexa Bliss's fault, by the way. Don't give her any more crap about
0: that. Oh, Not her no, fault. No, at all. note on Ross, she didn't appear in front of a live crowd.
1: Yeah. Good
0: call. They, they did everything taped Good with call. her in that
1: regard. Yes, very,
0: very um, I think they learned
1: from those Jeff Hardy uh, chants. on and
0: and, and also like this isn't me giving any credence to WWE. There's a lot of creative people that were involved in the creation of that character, and I can tell you, I spoke to some some people that worked in WWE creative in the last ten years this week. All right, uh, and they said working with Bray Wyatt was some of the, the best stuff for the writers in terms of the the creative team working with the talent. Bray was someone that everybody wanted to work with everyone had the best pitch for and and the best pitches were created for him because he's such uh for lack of a better phrase a moldable character that you can do so many specific over-the-top things that are drawn out over a long period of time there's a lot of production elements who are tied to this character there's a lot of very very special special things about this character and i think for younger fans i want to talk about fans under the age of 25 He's, he's a very mythical character for them. Yes. He's a very special character for them. There's a lot of Laps fans who came to WWE since the, since the network kind of revived. You saw this when the network came out. There was a lot of new fans that came out in 2014. Bray was a big part of those fans. For NXT yeah. fans, Bray, that came brought, back
1: in Bray Wyatt brought a ton of fans back to professional wrestling. Yeah. He absolutely did. There's no denying that whatsoever. This is a guy that I, uh, I I fell in love with as a character when he came out as the, the cult leader of the Wyatt family and that backyard uh, swamp family, you know, that you would see in like, uh, you know, cabin in the woods or something like that. This family that brings in or, or house of a thousand corpses, you know, this family yeah. that brings in and, you know, take you fear.
0: Know. Right. A lot exactly. of different things. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of take a lot of, hey, we make movies, pal. You remember that Vince McMahon quote? Yes. And this is a very cinematic character to, to the T to the T of like anything you can do with him. They had money,
1: money with Bray Wyatt. They had money with the Wyatt family. And yet when you look at every single one of them, it's like, first off, they're all gone. Not a single one of them is left in WWE, which is mind boggling uh, to me, you know, Um, but, but Bray Wyatt specifically, man, they had several instances where they could have built him up as the top star in the company. And they decided to give a big win to the old guard instead of him. And at a certain point, you know, the crowd just stopped losing interest or just stopped rooting for him. stopped getting interested in what he was doing because he never wins the big one. He got that, that stigma that I'm never going to win the big one. I'm not going to beat the John Cena's at WrestleMania. I'm not going to beat the undertakers at WrestleMania. I'm not going to beat Randy Orton at WrestleMania. um, so why, why, why should we care to the point that he had to go away or completely reinvent himself, comes back, gets this massive over character, becomes the most talked about person in all of professional wrestling. And then it's, oh, hey, we're going to feed you to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. And then, oh yeah, you're, you're not going to beat Randy Orton again at WrestleMania. Oh, and then we're going to give your character to somebody else and we're going to release you. They have done Bray Wyatt so dirty and he has made him so much money. I'm, I'm actually thrilled when I stop and think about it, I'm actually thrilled to think, you know, what? what he can accomplish outside of that company because that they did not not appreciate him enough and they screwed him over a lot.
0: What's next? Where does he go? Does he wrestle anymore? Is he involved in wrestling? Is this the guy who leaves the wrestling business? I I think he's one of those guys that can, he can go and do other things outside of wrestling. He's a very creative,
1: talented guy. And I'm not the first person to say this. I think uh, Vince Russo said this as well. I think he'd be perfect in Hollywood. I think uh, he's a tremendous actor. Uh, he's he's an absolutely brilliant, creative mind. I have no idea, no earthly idea whatsoever if he wants to wrestle again. Um, you know, there are a lot of personal rumors surrounding Bray Wyatt. Not going to get into it. Not my business, too. Um, so yeah, could I see him never wrestling again? Absolutely. Could I see him showing up in, in AEW? Absolutely. I think they got to make that phone call. Uh, Could I see him showing up in impact or going over to new Japan? Sure. There are a lot of options and there are going to be a lot of options. I guarantee you the second that Bray Wyatt hit that free agent market, his phone was ringing. So he's
0: going to have a lot of options. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what he does before he does any of those. I know he's going to work a convention, him doing conventions and signings and different things like that. So William Rotunda, the cult of Rotunda is now back Windham. Windham um, yeah. So that's coming up. But there was a reaction to this that was kind of surprising this whole week. We saw a lot of people respond to this online.
1: Holy crap. The second I saw this on Twitter, I sent it to the news team and said, Merry Christmas to whoever writes this bad boy
0: up. Yeah. Ronda Rousey, who's not Ooh. been seen in a WWE ring in over two years. All right. And apparently still still under contract American. with the company. She still has a deal with the company, uh, standing in some form or another. The big UFC jump over star, who I believe was a huge part of the women's evolution, uh, whether or not people like to admit that, right, came in as a big star. She's had a gripe with the WWE fans oh, who, yeah. she, who she wanted to love. She wanted these fans to love her, and they turned on her. And even though she is a, 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 she's become a professional wrestler and understands it's a part of the show, they turn on you, you go with it, you make your story, right? She's had beefier. And she went off in the fans saying that you were ungrateful and and you're part of the reason why this didn't this happened because you didn't express your love for him. And you would prefer to throw beach balls and chant uh, different ridiculous things when he was in the ring and you mocked him to some degree. You mocked the idea of his presentation. So then it makes it easier to let guys like this go who are really over who suddenly have beach balls bouncing around the arena during their matches. It's never a good thing. I've talked to people that work in WWE. The wrestlers despise that. Uh, They they truly despise it. You know that too. Uh, And it's kind of a reference towards if you love him this much and you're all saying this, then where were you when he was doing all these things in WWE? Where were you when this Goldberg thing happened? And where were you on this? And, and, and And to a degree, she's not wrong. And my tweet about this was, if you're mad about this, You're mad because it's about you. And I do think, and this is something more referenced to the idea of wrestling fandom in general. The coolest thing in wrestling is not anyone wrestler. Now the coolest thing is not anyone match. It's not even an angle. It's nothing going on in the ring. It's trolling. We've now been reduced because of the last year and a half spending so much time on the internet trolling something is now the coolest thing you can do for the quick dopamine in the back of your head fix of I got likes and I got retweets. I got likes and I got retweets and I have to do the most provocative thing that I can do. So I'm going to say this bad thing about this billionaire and uh, yeah, and oh, they're doing this and uh, this guy, this guy, and uh, I read this thing and everyone's trying to be a satirist and they don't know how to spell the word satire. So uh, Ron Rousey, she pissed you off it's likely about you buddy it's yeah, likely she, about you
1: she had a um i get where she's going with it i do but i'm not going to sit here and pretend for one second that the same fans as as she wrote the same fans who are twi- or who are chanting we want wyatt on monday are the same fans that were booing him and throwing beach balls and and doing this that and the other thing uh look there are crap fans out there there's 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 no it's the doubt same fans
0: them. i was there dude I was in that crowd. It's the same type of people that would do the same thing. Same people. Yeah, but you, you can't sit there and say it's the
1: same people because you have people who love Bray Wyatt, who have loved Bray Wyatt. Now, there is a big difference, by the way. So I'm a Baron Corbin fan. I don't like what Baron Corbin is, is doing on SmackDown. I don't like the stuff that they're doing with him on SmackDown. So one of those two can be the same. And we have seen this when people change characters. Oh, my gosh. How, how much crap did uh, did Nikki uh, A.S.H. get uh, from the vocal, very vocal minority IWC, uh, which is the Internet wrestling community, by the way? Oh, when, when I hate she, that word. When, when she changed her, her character and was like, hey, um, oh, we want we want sanity. We want Sanity Nikki back. This is crap. Give us our Sanity Nikki back. Same thing going on with Alexa Bliss. All of a sudden, people want the the Little Miss Bliss. They don't want, you know, creepy Alexa. They don't want Lily or this, that, and the other thing. People don't like change, and people don't like it when their favorites get tweaked, but they have to understand that, you know, characters evolve. That's That plays into part of this is why fans, uh, you know, w- were occasionally booing Bray Wyatt. Um, I, I remember him getting some boos during his match with The Miz where it was just a sweater vest Bray Wyatt where, where yeah. Bray was getting his, his ass beat pretty much the entire match by The Miz, but he was loving it. That's one of my favorite Br- Bray Wyatt matches of all time. He told an absolutely incredible story in that ring about how much that, keep hitting me, I love it. Keep hitting me, I love it. And he's cracking up laughing and he's doing the, all this sinister stuff and he finally gets over on The Miz. I can get where that match doesn't play well in a crowd. And so people might might boo a little bit while me at, on at watching at home, like, oh my God, this is awesome, Bray Wyatt's a damn genius. So. Yes, there were people who didn't like the character or didn't like the the spooky stuff or the supernatural elements of it. Uh, so there would be some people who are against Bray Wyatt. So I can see where Ronda Rousey is coming from. But at the same time, at the same time, a lot of this goes back to what I was talking about with WWE, where the fact that they did not put Bray in a position to succeed and be as over as possible. And WWE, to a certain extent, ruined him as a character with bad booking over and over and over again to the point where he was expendable. This is just as much on WWE as it may be on those bad fans. And I also think Ronda has a bit of a vendetta because they started booing her.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, plain and simple. I just don't think she's not wrong. (laughs) <laughs> like she, she's just not wrong about it. I she, think that's she's not, not right.
1: wrong, but she's not right either. It, it's it's, I th- not, th- I it's she, not I a, think she's I think she's not a, a cut and dry. It's not a cut. I, no I think way. she's a
0: hundred percent right. If no, there's he, something that WWE saw where they thought the edge was off of Bray, maybe that's why they, they said, like, all right, well, if we can just do this with somebody else, we do it with something else. And I know this is hard. There was
1: a, their only reason why there was uh, any kind of edge was off on Bray Wyatt is because they did it. They didn't lose by making him lose Wait. a hell in a cell match by, yeah. by, by a non-compete by like saying no, we can't continue this match. We can't continue hell in a cell. There we no definitive finish. We're, we we can we can't do that by making him lose to Goldberg inside of three minutes when he literally survived an elect electrocution Richard. fire, by Richard. making him lose to Randy Orton again at WrestleMania Richard. and then he's off TV for a while. Richard, they, had, they have this gold character, this money making character, a guy who the thing in the company and they kept squashing him with the booking. Every I'm trying to, to reel in crime. this big
0: mouth bass that's fighting me on you the reel here. Tell
1: me, you can't tell me it's not their fault. They killed something and they were like, oh, well, he's not as popular as he used to be. So I guess we can just let him go. Plus, we gave his character to somebody else.
0: Rick, I'm not denying that. The circumstances, all right. The flood comes through; it takes out some houses, and it leaves some others that you think aren't gonna aren't gonna are going to are not going to are going to be gone, all right? I'm not denying that. I'm not saying there's WWE's not at fault in this, but she's not wrong. And this is more of a statement towards the way that the way fans consume stuff and turn on things and love things very very quickly. Uh, and notice how they they love Roman Reigns. Didn't have that opinion of him a few years ago. Suddenly, and the. Booking is the reason why he's so loved now. <laughs> like, like, so, like that, that's a part of it, right? So, it goes both ways. Let's talk about Raw uh, live in Chicago following all of this. Now, Chicago, uh-huh. as you know, I know I'm going to be biased and I'm going to do all my Chicago stuff. And I got it's you know, a great man, wrestling right town, here. Kevin. It's a great call. wrestling town, all that stuff, right? Great
1: wrestling uh, town. Yes.
0: Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you for your little dismissive comment.
1: There's Cincinnati, by the way, but we never get any damn shows.
0: It's a major market. All right, so, <laughs> oh,
1: okay. you know, if you actually focused on the greater Cincinnati area, which includes Northern Kentucky, which includes Dayton, which includes uh, Southwest Indiana, which includes all the suburbs. All right. Yeah. Just as big as a market, pal. Just as big market. Let, hey,
0: if we combine this 500 mile radius together, we're pretty good.
1: It's like, all we, we Cincinnati, compare. baby. It's all Cincinnati. If you don't, if you're not from here, you don't get it. Newport, Kentucky, it's Cincinnati. Fairfield, Ohio, it's Cincinnati.
0: Dearborn, is, County, are you Indiana, saying Milwaukee Chicago, Cincinnati. Are, are you saying Milwaukee is Chicago then? Like anything within an hour and a half of the city is ours? No. <laughs> you just
1: don't get it if you're not from here. Everybody just looks at the city of Cincinnati, the confines of it, and goes, oh, there's only like 800,000 people in here. That's a small market. No, it ain't.
0: All right. No, Ohio. it ain't. Ohio is for lovers, and it's also for Rick's bullshit. All right, so. <laughs>
1: it's an underserved market,
0: sir. Yes, underserved. Okay. okay, I'm gonna reel you in. Yeah, I, I, I got you. I, I have I'm to keep pulling of in.
1: Off this week, big,
0: uh, big, big, mouth Rick Bass here. I'm gonna put a few people full of it in here. Um, I'm at Raw this past Monday. Um, and I got good seats, and I was expecting some reactions. And I, I, I thought it was a fine show. I've been to better WWE shows. And there were CM Punk chants. that's expected. Chicago, CM Punk chants. Sure, yeah. those, those have been there since he left the company. And, but they were going to be bigger tonight, right? Because he's going to AEW. And, and, and they can hijack the show. You had people reporting that Sunday. Before the show. That there were going to be those chants. That's not a news story because it didn't happen yet. That's called presumption. All right. So then we're, then we get to the show and there's some, we want Wyatt chance, right? Yeah. Yeah. You knew that was coming. I'm there live. I then get home and everyone's saying the show was hijacked. It was this, it was that it the show was so hijacked. I get into it with somebody on Twitter and they're saying the show got hijacked. I was there live. I've been to a WWE show when they turn on the show in Chicago, in the exact same arena. This was not that. That was over 12,000 people that bought a tick to go to a WWE show for the first time in a year and a half. And some people turned on the show. Some people didn't. Some people had a great time. Some people left like, Hey, I've been to better WWE shows. Other people said I had a great time. I've been to wrestling in a long time I Had a really, really good time. But that narrative cannot be told. We can't talk about little kids having a good time seeing Nikki Nikki Ash. We can't have people having a good time booing Charlotte Flair or watching, you know, Drew McIntyre crush a steel chair with the sword. Right? We can't have that. Because what's the most important thing? What's the coolest thing in wrestling? Rick? The
1: coolest you gotta thing in wrestling? Got to crap on everything. Trust me, there there was there was plenty to crap on about uh, Monday Night Raw, but I don't sure. think uh, I don't think the crowd. The crowd was it. A lot of it was the perception, because yeah. WWE was prepared for those chants, and they were piping in crowd noise at certain points. Uh, they were trying to mask the chants whenever they uh, whenever they happened. The the we want Becky chance, or whether it was we want Wyatt, or yes, whether it was the CM Punk chance, they were ready with crowd noise to block that out. As a matter of fact, in my opinion, they were more ready to block out actual live crowd reactions than giving the audience something to cheer for. They were more worried about crowd reactions instead of actually just putting on a good show. You had a hot crowd in Mm -hmm. Chicago, a great wrestling market, as you've said, and you come out there and trot out at best a so-so show. At best if you're a casual fan and you haven't been watching the last few months yes i can see where you say all right that was pretty good that wasn't bad great way to close out the show
0: Hardcore right? fans could be upset about it but casual fans left that show being like this is cool i haven't watched in a while i'm back in it and they and what do you remember you always
1: remember the last thing you see and that was there a dark match a dark main event
0: yeah they did they did new day uh kofi and xavier versus mvp and bobby lashley
1: okay yeah so i get it that's that was probably really, really good.
0: Uh, a really, really great match. It was actually really cool. Someone called him Trashley, so they ran over to Mike Rome, either Xavier or somebody man, ran over to Mike Rome, and he had to run around with some production people, and they ran in the crowd. I could see it happen. I was three O's at the floor. I was right by the produ- right behind the production area. You know, we get we get those sweet yeah. behind the production area, so you can see them when they're talking to each other a little bit, and they come out with a trash like a, a plastic trash can. <laughs> And Kofi started to run around the ring and hit the trash can to get the crowd to like chant about Trashley, and I was like, "Oh, if they better, I hope they get to use the trash can and something." Like it was it was fun. It's fun stuff you get to do on a dark match where if that wasn't written into the TV. They wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah, God forbid you put something fun like that on television, or have the new day on TV at all when they're at the arena. That was the weird. That was like one of the weirdest things with the Raw the week
0: prior. They had John Cena there, but they didn't put him on TV. Also, this is a major market. This is the first, like, real major market. I mean, they had Houston that they came back with SmackDown in terms of WWE returning in front of live crowds. This is also another thing that I thought was kind of deflating about the show. This crowd came out, sold out, diehard casual. Diehard fans, but the more the casual sect, a lot of merchandise, a lot of people showing up with their shirts and stuff like that. No Randy Orton. No, John Cena. This is the only show with John Cena prior to SummerSlam that he's not going to be on in his big right. summer. He, Cena was, tour. he was
1: touring. He was doing his media stuff for a Suicide Squad. Yeah.
0: Uh, and and they they kind of did an angle where Riddle was fighting almost who looked awesome. Almost looked great. Okay. His uh, but him and great. Riddle are kind of like tied together. But we haven't seen Riddle on. Te- we haven't seen or- Orton rather on television. A lot of people were thinking Randy Orton is going to in the crowd. You were just like people were just like looking at the entrance ways. Right. No, way Styles
1: files either. No AJ Styles, he just No AJ
0: Styles, no Becky Lynch. Even though people were chanting for him, they got Goldberg. But I think there was just some stuff they wanted in the show that that wasn't advertised. It wasn't. But, advertised. You know, WWE conditions people to enjoy surprises. Wrestling they they,
1: they they closed the they closed the night on a on a great note.
0: Uh, I think Nikki That's and a, Charlotte. That mean event was awesome. That was Nikki such a good main event.
1: Nikki and Charlotte have such tremendous chemistry with one another. They told a hell of a good story. I think both of their in-ring storytelling these last two weeks has been great. Still not a huge fan of Nikki losing last week, but her getting her redemption this week uh, was really, really good. Uh, it was nice to see her get a, air quote, clean victory and not a, a fluky victory. It was kind of fluky, but not really. Uh, the story was still great there. Nikki took, has taken a hell of a beating these last two weeks, uh, so they're really kind of building her up they're doing it weird with Nikki and I get it like she won the championship and now they're building her up uh so you know title try- makes the
0: star title star doesn't make yeah the so title. they're trying
1: to like make it the story I believe anyway is that she won the championship but she kind of lucked into it so now does she deserve it and I think that's the story they're telling leading into SummerSlam almost.
0: And- a superhero,
1: right? Almost, almost superhero. So I, I, I'm enjoying the story. I, I, I truly am, and uh, I'm hoping she gets a big win over both Charlotte and Rhea uh, at SummerSlam because otherwise, what's, what's been the point of all this? Um, but it was a great way to close out the show. But my God, other than that, other than a few little highlights, man, it, it was the same stuff. We're seeing rematch after rematch. We're seeing 50-50 booking, uh, which means we're going to get uh, we're going to get even more uh, rematches. We are getting incredibly bad promos. Uh, I don't care whose idea was to bring up Simone Biles. It, I don't care who's saying it. It was a dumb, a really, really, really dumb uh, thing. You're to talking do about to- Charlotte Flair's line? Yeah, it was really, really bad. She's, she's sitting here talking about how, oh, trust me, I'm I'm going to get around to this. There's going to be a point there. And then she never got around to having the point there because it was just WWE trying to say something that makes it seem like they're relevant um, or up to date on things. And it just it didn't fly. It was a bad move. It was bad for AEW to include the Simone Biles thing in their rap on uh, on AEW Dark this week as well. We'll get to that before the end of the show as well. Yeah, it just just absolutely dumb dumb stuff all around for both companies to do that you my god i cringed so damn hard when eva marie said ewe and yucky uh, talking about a uh, lily what grown woman says ewe and yucky that my my daughter says that stuff like no grown woman talks like that these these promos are bad the, the there's no direction. There's no storytelling whatsoever. There's no clear cut direction uh, for this company outside of a few people. And it's the same stuff over and over and over again. It's the same show week in and week out. And it's like all we heard leading up to this, the rumor backstage was I'll just wait until live crowds come back. We're really going to start giving you the good shit. We're going to start giving you the good shit. Well, apparently the good shit was, here's a few prominent part-timers. They're going to be around through SummerSlam, and then it's back to business as usual. And already, when it comes to Monday Night Raw, it's business as usual. AEW goes out of their way to make each show feel unique and special and continue to drive storylines forward. SmackDown is consistently good. NXT is consistently good. Monday Night Raw is stuck in the mud. It's unfathomable to me that the same company runs all three of those shows.
0: Another thing is, I think people paint all of WWE with the brush of Monday Night Raw. When if they paint it in the reverse from Friday to Monday, it'd be a different story. You know what I mean? Like if we yeah. we, we went that way. Uh, but that that is there. It, like I said, it wasn't the worst show. I was there live, so it's a just it's a completely different experience then. Um, people didn't boo the Simone Biles thing. They wanted to chant for Becky. I enjoyed Charlotte doing that pivot where she got off script right she got off the page a little bit and said becky's not here i sold out this place she's not here i did this i think charlotte was the mvp of the night even though she had that line with simone which is kind of i get where they were going for but it just didn't you know like they're more just trying to reference it and and just reference the thing i don't think they were using it for cheap heat i've seen cheaper heat segments but that's me I think there was a cheaper heat segment with AEW, and the way they used it was a lot different. It's how you do yeah. it, right? right? Uh it's not that you're doing it, it's how you're doing it. Um, so let's talk about other things that are worrisome in WWE. Everyone's worried about WWE right now. Uh, there's a lot of things to be worried about that they do control and they don't control. Um the rematches, the bad promos, all those different things you talk about here. But Champions- about- the one of the other things, championship
1: contender matches. What On God's green earth are these championship contenders matches. Why? Why do people have to beat the champions? That's another thing that AEW does really, really well. They protect the people who hold their championships. They protect the Young Bucks. They protect the hell out of Kenny Omega. Miro looks un. Freaking stoppable right now. There's none of this cheap losses. There's none of these roll-up things. There's none of this, oh, Bobby Lashley's looks so dominant, but hey, we're going to have Kofi Kingston beat him because, you know, we want to set up a title match. No. Whatever happened to building up two, three, four guys on your mid-tier card, having them stack up win after win after win, and then you have two guys who are white hot having, do you remember these things called number one contenders matches? Do you remember those? Where people would actually fight each other And then the winner would go on to face the champion. Why? Why does Damian Priest have to beat Sheamus to get a United States title match? It doesn't make any sense. Sheamus should be beating up fools. Damian Priest should be beating up fools. And then they should just fight for the championship. These number one, these these championship contenders matches makes no sense. Charlotte Flair has had two championship contenders matches back to back weeks after she was already (laughs) No title match at SummerSlam.
0: You want to pitch about something <laughs> else,
1: Rick? Oh, there's a lot I could.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about these WWE contract stories. There's a yep, mixture there's of a, a handful of these coming up right now. Yeah. Uh, the big one this week was Adam Cole, baby. So, Adam Cole is still under contract with WWE. Barely. Uh, but it, it took people five seconds to type letter AEW on their keyboard when they heard about this story, right? Still in a contract with WWE. Barely. Um, barely, yes. His contract yeah. literally expired and no one knew it <laughs> until it had happened. Uh, and like, that like, led that that Malachi. led to uh that led to the dismissal of a longtime WWE talent executive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some some heads rolled for that for sure.
1: Um okay. but I mean you had, you had the oversight with Malachi where He didn't hit, they never updated his non compete. So we only had 30 days. And then they started scrambling and checking contracts. And then they realized that Adam Cole's contract expired. And then they're like, hey, Adam, uh, so
0: short term. At that time, it would have been close to expiring. So right, right, right. that's where they, that's where they so built like, in this extension they Had like They days.
1: They had like literal days before his contract expired. He agreed to a short term extension to con- con- continue out this uh, story. And they've done that up. with
0: other people before too. They've done that with other talents where they're, they aren't going to get it. They can't figure out a long-term deal with that specific talent. So, Hey, can we do a short-term extension to this day? They've done that with people a lot. Yeah, but were but, they even negotiating with Adam Cole? Probably not know. because they didn't know his contract. was. <laughs> we don't know if they were or not. Like, we don't know that. That's assumption. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of assumption that people are rushing to here. Uh, so Dunn. the, the yeah, assumption yeah, is that work. Adam Cole is leaving WWE sometime after SummerSlam. That's the assumption, yes. But they're going to make a contract extension to him.
1: And this was all broken by Fightful.com. Sean Ross continues to to just hit home runs every other day. Uh, Millennial
0: Melter.
1: Uh, But, uh, yeah, he said, uh, look, they're going to offer him a long-term contract extension. And Adam Cole is gonna do, you know, what's what's best for Adam Cole. And and let's not just be lazy and sit here and go, oh well, Britt Baker's in AEW, so clearly Adam Cole is gonna go to, uh, is gonna go to AEW as well. Really? Nope. Why is Alina Vega in WWE? Yep. Like, why does Alina Vega come back after her husband was let go? You don't always have to work with your significant other. Nope. Doesn't mean a damn thing. Adam Cole is gonna do what's best for Adam Cole. Um, whether he negotiates a main roster. Uh, contract or decides to stick in NXT, Adam Cole's gonna do what's Adam Cole wants to do what's best for him. So that could be I could do think I don't think, I'm out, I don't
0: think I'm out online by saying this. I think he stays. I think he stays in WWE. Stays. Uh, and I mean, if he leaves, sure, he leaves. There's some stuff out there for certainly some things out there to do. But as I keep saying, everyone sees these contracts come up, to going to AEW. This, this person, I don't think AEW wants everyone to come over from WWE. Because then they just become big budget TNA from 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, but I, man, I, I, I I get it in circumcir-
1: certain circumstances because it's like, oh, well, okay. uh Malachi Black is available. Yeah, we're going to bring him in. Oh, Bray Wyatt's available. Yeah, we got to pick up the phone call. We got to make it. Andrade's available. Yeah, they're letting go all these young, talented superstars that were most of them underutilized in WWE. A lot of them sat in catering
0: for the longest time. And AEW is like, yeah we can make stars out of those guys but i just don't i just don't think AEW, even though they have a new tv show coming out on fridays it's only an hour and then there are two other shows are web series which are basically developmental until on on the internet right right? that's where you're going to see a lot of your younger guys and uh, and those those are that's independent wrestlers that are coming down that are not under contract with a company that are trying to get spots and some people that are and occasionally you know a john moxley will work a match on it or something right it's it's superstars from the '90s. It's a bunch of promos and a handful of squash matches, and some people show off them their skills. It's a, a showcase talents, yeah, things like that. Yeah, all right, that's what the web shows are for them. So in this regard, I, I it's I don't think everyone can go over there. No, I do think awesome. I do think WWE has the bandwidth. I don't know what the budgets are, but I don't think WWE can have another big name talent say no to a contract and leave. And at some point, someone has to benefit from the timing of those people leaving, these people being released, fans being upset, my contract's coming up, what are you going to do? Yeah, and but here's circumstances may end up being in Adam Cole's favor for a very, very nice deal with WWE come later this summer,
1: or he goes somewhere else. Yeah, or maybe he's he's ticked off. A lot of his friends were, were released for budgetary reasons during uh, two really high quarterly postings for, for WWE. Uh, so maybe that's part of it. He does have a lot of friends who are in AEW or in New Japan. And that's the other thing. With the forbidden door wide open for every other company other than WWE, Adam Cole could literally go to any of these companies and still wind up on AEW. The money might be better in WWE, but he could go to New Japan and still end up on AEW. He could go to Impact and still end up on AEW. We had the Impact World Tag Team Champions.
0: They've been on Dynamite for the last like three weeks. Are they getting Dynamite money, though? See, we don't know that we they don't know the kind of money. You're not showing they have up. To get free. They're not,
1: they get they're not showing up there for
0: free. No, they're not. They're, they're not something. showing up there for free. Oh, no,
1: yeah. no, I mean, they're, they're not in it for the love of the game. Some of them are you're not going to show up for free not at this stage you're getting paid you're on the show you're on tv you better be getting paid because otherwise you're doing it wrong
0: (laughs) got some grizzled young veterans there just hanging out making some monies
1: (laughs) but this, this all comes down to when you when you look at everything when you look at everything when you look at the same show pretty much every week on monday night raw the lazy booking the bad promos the constant rematches the the nonsensical championship contenders matches 50 50 booking uh, the lack of continuity with NXT, um, you know, Karrion Cross and, and Keith Lee wrestling again. They've now had Karrion Cross lose twice, lose twice before his big matchup with Samoa Joe at NXT TakeOver. So, yeah. So let's,
0: aggravating.
1: So, yeah, let's let's just take all of the shine off of our main event for our NXT pay-per-view that's coming up in, a, in, in three weeks. Look at this at this storyline with carrying cross was well we want him to lose a few times once he comes up to the main roster so we can introduce scarlet and she helps him get back on track okay i get it that's it's it's dumb i don't like it but i get it can you wait till the damn belt is off the guy before you do all this crap because let's not forget they literally spent year uh, a full year putting this guy over he was undefeated in singles competition now he's one and two uh in uh pin uh,
0: raw right well, uh, yeah i was there live yeah, <laughs> yeah. he happened,
1: got yeah. beat clean as a sheet by keith lee after keith lee fun long, match great match fun nice. really fun really yeah. really 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 fun but again 50 50 booking rematches they didn't care about the history for this they literally just put this on back-to-back raws in the middle of august instead of building to a big rematch playing off of the history of these two uh in nxt you couple that with the 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 contract oversights of malachi black and adam cole and now pete dunn uh really worry about up soon cassie lee uh she told I, I talked about that uh interview that she did with chris van vliet she told him she actually wanted to request uh her release a uh, months ago before she was finally let go you got guys like rick flair who Woo. don't agree with the, but, with the the booking, the long-term booking and the plans for WWE saying, yeah, you know what? Stop paying me my Legends deal. I'm out. I, w- I want to go, <laughs> go do something else. Budget cuts with high quarterly earnings. You couple all of that together, man. There is a perception out there, whether WWE realizes or not, that all they care about is their bottom line. All they care about is how good their books look. It's all about money with them. They could care less about anything else, especially letting go uh, uh, with letting go a guy like Bray Wyatt. That's the perception that is out there right now, and that's what they're fighting, whether they know it or not, and they
0: got to do something to turn it around. It is certainly interesting here as to how things are going to go for, for WWE moving forward. We do have SummerSlam in a few weeks. We do. And SummerSlam, a few weeks away, you're going to be there in Vegas. Hopefully that WWE SummerSlam going down Saturday, August 21st unique presentation by WWE Allegiant stadium. First big wrestling show in this new stadium in Vegas, home of the Raiders. They've done a handful of things, but this will be like one of the like first five or six things they've ever done. This new state of the art facility. Sing night is a Manny Pacquiao fight right down the road. Allegiant stadium. Pitches to WWE, which always makes WWE feel good. And if you're a wrestling fan, you should feel good about that as well. Destination show. We're hearing about this show in the summer or in this late spring. The vaccinations are rolling out, the pandemic's coming down. Around that time, getting on a plane going to Vegas sounded like a great time, man. Oh, yeah. By that time, let's go. I bought tickets to Lollapalooza. I went to Lollapalooza, by the way. How was that? I had, I had a good time. And I'll talk about it. And that's part of this conversation. As the Delta variant is sweeping the United States right now and many other countries, I'm sorry to bring up that awful word that we have to hear about all the time, that awful phrase. Uh, And we also have to worry about Delta Plus now, the worst streaming service of all time and a variant of the variant. This kind of new version of COVID, which if you're vaccinated, you can get it and you're fine, but you can still spread it, which is a concern, right? Right. And you're not. You're likely not going to be hospitalized nine times out of ten, unless you have a very rare case. So in most cases, you'd be all right. But then you have a lot of people in the country in the United States who still are not vaccinated, despite all these billions of dollars that have been spent to market it and push the information and get and get it available to people. And there's plenty of people in the I, I'd say a majority of people in the wrestling industry that I've talked to that are in the WWE say yes, people here are vaccinated. You know. And then you have, you know, Jeff Hardy, who got like a breakthrough case a few weeks ago, he got pulled off television. That's fine. Yep. 10 months ago, that would have been a really scary thing. Pre-vaccine, that would have been really, really scary. Is, is Are they going to have a really serious bout of this? So we don't know. So this comes into Las Vegas, Nevada, which is a, de- a tourist destination anyway. I knew at least a dozen different friends from different friends run for friend groups who went to Vegas in the last five or six weeks, not wrestling fans. And they said as my friends went in june they said it was awesome it was wide open you could go anywhere it was great you would have thought COVID wasn't a thing anymore yeah. and then i had some friends that went a few weeks ago and they went to vegas and they said it is very much a thing again and but it's also vegas so people aren't going to care it's gonna be like the wild west you go to vegas you're out of mind right so apparently summer is going to be there yeah. with over forty thousand people i talked to a friend who has tickets to to SummerSlam and is going, somebody in the industry, uh, and they say they were told about this before the show, privately by somebody with WWE, and then they were told by somebody with Live Nation who who's a part of Ticketmaster, and then I talked to some fans who got tickets and they said yes, just regular fans who aren't covering wrestling, and they said yeah, there's a mask mandate. You got to wear a mask if you're going to the show. You got a notification from them with the tickets saying you got to wear a mask if you're going to be at the show. Now there there was a mask mandate at WrestleMania in Florida. Those two nights they ran there. But there were a lot of people not wearing masks in that crowd. How are you going to police that? That's 40,000 plus. Well, people. see, here's the thing. It's, yeah, you have to wear your mask. Unless
1: what? You're eating or drinking. So you could just sit there and be a cow
0: chewing your cud.
1: I wore I wore a mask.
0: <laughs> here's the thing. I went to Lollapalooza, right? That's 100,000 people. You guys saw all the memes, right? Well, who's, what lineup is on there? Delta in the variants. I heard that joke. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I went and saw the food fighters. It was really great. I wasn't, I was kind of off to the side, but there's still people everywhere. Right. That's kind of yeah. what I signed up for. And I went with some people, went all four days and everyone I talked to was vaccinated. And, and it was like, you don't bring it up to people, but it's like the conversation comes up. Right. And I felt better about that regard. Like if I do get at least, you know, uh, you know hopefully somebody's here. And I went with someone who didn't want to get vaccinated, but got tested before we went. And I said the deal is like, hey, if we're going, you gotta get tested afterwards, and I'll get tested too. They were like, Yeah, okay, cool. So I think that's part of it. You don't want to get vaccinated, just do the testing. Testing is free and easy to get a hold of. And it's and you can get a you can get a rapid test that used to cost hundreds of dollars. You can get it now like that. You can buy it easier than you can get a candy bar in some cases. So, and also just get the shot. Dude. Just get, the, a get, damn shot, get the damn shot and this goes away. Like geez. The Illinois State Fair has Sammy Hagar performing at it, a Van Halen, Brett Michaels, all these things, like, all right, big bandstand. You know what else they're offering at the State Fair with corn dogs and all the different State Fair stuff? Vaccinations. <laughs> you can go get a vax, get a corn dog, and we're going to listen to Van Halen. <laughs> I don't
1: <you're laughs> know like, what if, if memory serves correct, I think they were doing pub crawls here in Cincinnati with vaccines, like being offered in like e- each one or some crap like that. The it, first could,
0: one. Well, no, I mean, yeah, because you. The weird thing is, you think you wouldn't be able to drink booze, right? If you got it, right? But you could do that. If I'm, it's, if, it's if, if I'm WWE, I offer on site at SummerSlam, you can get vaccinated.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and I know, um, I know Cass with uh, BodySlam dot uh, net came out this week and said WWE is doing uh, contingency plans in case the the variant explodes and they can't do SummerSlam uh, in, in Las Vegas, that the, the there are some internal concerns that they may have to cancel uh, SummerSlam or they may have to go back to the Thunderdome in in recent weeks or in, in a few weeks. I, I'm not getting overly concerned about that. You know, nothing's a thing until it's a thing. And I think they absolutely should uh, plan for that. But man, I'm telling you what, if I had my choice, if I'm WWE and you've seen yeah. certain people do this, you've seen Broadway do this, if I'm WWE and my choice is either go back to the Thunderdome or keep touring and do vaccinated only crowds, I'm doing vaccinated only crowds. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I'm doing. And, I am, and, I'm, and I'm not just saying this because I'm fully vaccinated. I'm saying, OK, good, because if there are people out there, the people who are unvaccinated where this virus is spreading amongst the unvaccinated population at like a 95% clip at like a hundred percent of the, the hospitalizations are unvaccinated people. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing. I could go out to the show. Yeah. I could get sick mm-hmm. or I could get it. I'm fully vaccinated. I may not get major league sick. That's fine. But then no, I come but home. You, you, you could pass it on. and I give it to my kids. Yeah, exactly. My cool. kids who are two and eight months old.
0: And it's a, and it's a variant. It's a variant. So it's not. We're not dealing more with even COVID committed. we had a year ago. This so. is four times more contagious than,
1: yeah. or no, excuse me. Uh what the the alpha variant was was fifty times more contagious than the, the the original one, and this one was even more on top of that. So this one is extremely contagious. Spreads like freaking chicken pox. Go get your damn shot. We don't have to worry about this. That's yeah. that's my TED talk for the day. Just go get your damn shot. We don't have to worry about this. Things will die down. We won't. And that's that's another thing.
0: I'm talking to people like I think Lollapalooza got bit because it's the last weekend of July. And when they announced it, vaccinations were soaring so that, you know, so if it stated that clip at that point, it was 35 percent. It was beginning of June and they announced it. we're going to do this at the end of July. And they sold the tickets and a lot of people wanted to go. And a lot of people were there. And and Lollapalooza, for their part, said 80 percent of this crowd is vaccinated. Uh, And we turned away a couple hundred people the first day. And mind you, that's what the festival is going to say, right? There's going to be COVID cases from it. Is there going to be a lot? Is there not? We don't know, you know, Uh, but at the same time, I hope things are managed that way where if you're coming, you come in, you got to You got to show your paperwork. and You got to do that thing. And you can do your conspiracy theory, bullshit, wherever you want to do. I don't <laughs> care. This isn't me speaking for uh, the company that we're broadcasting for. Our opinions are our own. All yeah. right. But vaccinated only wrestling shows. WWE has the infrastructure and they work with the arena partners to be able to do this. AEW has the infrastructure and they have the arena live partners to do this. Are you gonna turn away some fans who are gonna be pissed off about this because they just don't want to do it? Sure. But we're at the point where saying no to someone is gonna be part of the positive momentum to getting to something. I call it I
1: personally, I would call it the Darwin rule. I would just I would just I would call it you went there, I didn't. (laughs) I would call it the Darwin rule sitting here saying, hey you guys want to live you know well, okay let's fine let's 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 do this let's we we, we got to force you guys to not be stupid that's that's pretty much it that's my personal opinion on it i'm sorry it is i have broadway's already doing this if you want to go to a broadway show you have to show proof of va- va- vaccination you got more and more companies who are requiring the vaccine as a and that's a all of new york
0: that's yeah. all of new york city so wwe's going to be there in a few weeks yeah. Is this going to affect those shows at Madison Square Garden? Is WWE going to have this with Survivor Series when they're going to have it at Barclays Center in November? That show is not announced yet. If you're going to go to that show, yeah. are you going to have to have proof of vaccination? So there are going to be WWE shows that are affected by this because you have those state and local guidelines. Cody of AEW, well, and during that media call this week, he said, we're going to follow state and local guidelines. We're going to encourage people to wear a mask.
1: That's a perfect way to do it, too. So if you're going and, to New York and, and they got a policy that says, hey, vaccinated people only, guess what? vaccinated people only it's it's not that hard there are ways to get around this unless it just balloons completely out of control which hopefully it won't there are ways to get around this and work around this as a touring schedule is it going to be a pain in the dick yeah absolutely it is but you got to do it if you want to keep touring and please for the love of god keep touring because i can't go back to the thunderdome era man i just and there's
0: to but there's there's going to be some people that get it and hopefully they're vaccinated and they're okay or they're healthy and they can deal with it just fine um I, i'm i'm of the thought where there's a way to keep Going, but we've heard the rumblings that WWE just doesn't like shooting people with masks on, even though they were told to have masks on that crowd in WrestleMania, right? right. Um, they they went with that crowd, right? And and people still had. There's a lot of people that didn't. Now this crowd's gonna be told to wear those masks. I don't know how you police that at forty thousand people. I don't know how you tell those is people this, to do they, it.
1: What what's the capacity for the uh, forty-one thousand? Forty-one
0: thousand. You know, there's gonna be more, more than yeah. that of the and, and there's last minute adjustments, and they put more tickets on sale and stuff like that, too. But I mean, like, this is, a, this is a legit sellout crowd, it's a lot of people right on top of each other. You know, I was at Lollapalooza, that's a lot of people, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Okay, you know? so no, that's not right. hang on, looking I'm
1: up looking, numbers. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the wrong stadium. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking.
0: Fine. So I, I'm of the thought I'm okay with this. Oh, and and uh, WWE's ran the public service announcement saying, you know, go get your shot, go do your thing. You know, I wonder if the wrestling world should have, and this is, I, this is, these are things I've brought up before. Should there be an agreed set of standards? Cause you go to, you go to independent wrestling shows. It's all over the place. There's some wrestling shows. You go to independent wrestling shows and they say, you don't take that mask off. You're here. You enjoy that show. You come here you want to wear your mask. Cool. This or that. Like, right? I worked some shows. Uh, I worked some shows for. uh, Did you get fired again, or
1: did you just get brought back?
0: (laughs) I worked some shows for AAW. I'm gonna be working for AAW this weekend, right? Yeah. And uh, their policy is pretty clear. If you if you wear your mask and you're off camera, that's fine. If you want to wear your mask on camera, just let us know so we can frame it correctly, right? and and then they um, they would do it with people spread out and limitations and they did it in a bigger venue uh, and they, they had to eat some of the costs of running the venue to have have no tickets sold but still try and put on a show that looks like a show um but I, I don't think you can put the genie back in the bottle in terms of lie crowds and different things like that. Financially no. it just seems way too hard to do.
1: Yeah, you look way and you have and you work. have you know you have governors who are coming out and saying, "Look, we understand. We're not going to do lockdowns or we don't want to do remote, we don't want to do shutdowns or this that and the other thing and we're not going to do shutdowns." Uh, but there are things that, you know, we can do. And one thing is you got to go get vaccinated, if not you got to wear a mask. But again, you have pe- at a certain point you can't force people to do things. Unless you take away things that they like. <laughs> you say, hey, you can't go to shows. Can't go to shows. Can't go to wrestling. Can't go to Broadway. Can't go into this restaurant. This, that, and the other thing. Unless you show proof of va- vaccination. Hey, you can't keep your job unless you uh, go out and get vaccinated. Oh, you have That's a state funded no job? Do you have a state medical job? You got to get one, you know? And, and also. The largest the- hospital system. The largest mm-hmm. hospital system in the greater Cincinnati area. Again, greater Cincinnati area. Just said today, hey, vaccination is uh is
0: condition of employment
1: today those are four those are four of the top 10 biggest employers
0: in all of the greater Cincinnati area 75,000 people in one hospital system where i live were told they had to get it too um uh i I know people that work in the police department in chicago who were told they were said it's not a mandate but you better get it you better (laughs) and and like and it was it was it was said like
1: you had you have the nfl basically coming out and saying hey look we're not going to mandate this, but if your team gets it and we got to cancel a game in week 18, guess what? You lose and you're going to, you might lose your playoff spot. So what's more important to you? There are ways there are ways you're going to have your people who are going to say no, no matter what.
0: Yeah. Screw them. <laughs> and you're going to have wrestlers. You're going to have wrestlers who are going to say that you're going to have not, prominent man. people in the industry. They're going to say that. I'm, I'm sure you are. I'm and not saying you have. To, and then you I'm hear these stories WDD about he
1: has to go out and say, "Hey, condition
0: of employment." I'm not saying they have to do it. I wouldn't be mad if they did. If they recruit some people, I think they can say that. I don't know if they can say it with the people that are currently under contract. You know, they have the, you have that independent contractor type thing, sure, right? Exactly. So, uh, and I, but I've been asked. Them put we've seen them put edicts
1: out before. We've absolutely seen them do that.
0: Yeah, uh, I've been talking to some people that work in WWE production, and I, I asked, "Is there?" They're like. There's not been a demand to get it, but it's been said, if you get it, you don't have to wear the mask all the time. Um, But there's been a a sense of an agreement with the production staff. There's people at film, television, set up the rings and stuff like that, that because of outbreaks they had at Performance Center, that their culture is going to be, we're going to get vaccinated and we're going to wear our shots. And we're just going to keep doing this because we think it's the right thing to do by ourselves, the talent and everyone we work with. And the understanding is they understand why the wrestlers aren't going to wear it. Where well, they're not going to wear a mask, but the camera crew, those guys, no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. You know, like they're going to keep doing it. And if they have to take it off or something, they have to do it. So uh, that's where things stand. John Cena had some curious comments. John Cena is going to be in a huge movie, which I think will be the number one movie at the box oh, you office. Think? You think? Uh, it sounds like it. Uh, a lot of people pushing towards it here. Uh, and that movie is The Suicide Squad. It drops on HBO Max on their premium access level. And then it'll be in theaters this may be the first movie I see in a theater in almost two and a half years. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, So he's doing the media rounds, and he's still in WWE, and he's still part of SummerSlam for the time being. Big comment by him this week. Yeah. What, USA Today, right? USA Today. It's a pretty prominent uh, rag to to be in One of those places that can get an interview with John
1: Cena. Yeah. So that's a bitterness there, right? No, no, not at all. I'm just, saying. I'm just saying, he doesn't. Talk. He don't. He don't talk to. He don't talk to everybody. I'm just saying.
0: He don't talk Sports to SportsCena. Come on, we would change the website to SportsCena.com. We've we've made the pitch. Give <laughs> me five damn
1: minutes. Five minutes.
0: Just five minutes. That's all I need. Five minutes. Oh. That means two things. We'll talk about thug- thugonomics for thirty seconds. Um. So he's doing the media rounds, and he basically says WWE. It's fun to be back in WWE. I'm always gonna be a part of WWE. It's made me who I am. But he thinks WWE is over reliant on established older stars. Yeah, said he wishes he had the fountain of youth, that he could still be a full time wrestler.
1: Says he can't be a full time wrestler anymore. Um, and and basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, look, the the longer they rely on guys like myself, uh, that's not a sustainable plan, and. Show me the lie. This is something that a lot of us have been saying for for yeah. quite some time. And I'll go back. I'll harp on Bray Wyatt. Instead of building up Bray Wyatt as a main event monster, as the next Undertaker in WWE, you had him lose to Taker at WrestleMania. You had him lose to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. You had him lose to John Cena at WrestleMania. You had him lose to Randy Orton at WrestleMania twice they constantly constantly bring in the cavalry they don't have undertaker to rely on anymore we don't think they don't have undertaker to rely on anymore they don't have Kane. they barely have triple h they're not going to be able to get Shawn michaels back out there again they got goldberg they got john cena occasionally if they can get brock lesnar back in here yeah he's he's one of your other big guns but he's more mm-hmm. of a full-time performer than some of these other guys edge is even a part-time performer he's you know he's going to be taking summer slots uh uh after SummerSlam's over, he's got to be taking some time off. You know he is. He's sure. not under a full-time contract, even though he's working more of a full-time schedule when he is here. What happens? What happens at that point? You have guys on Monday like Raw, like Karrion Cross, like Keith Lee, like Damian Priest, like Riddle, like Omos, who are future main event level stars. You got to be building up all those guys right now, not just Omas. Omas's booking has been perfect. Guess what? That's the same kind of booking Keith Lee should be getting. That's the yep. same kind of booking that Karrion Cross should be getting. Damian Priest, you finally give him one different match with somebody other than Angel Garza, Jackson Riker, Elias, Miz, and Morrison. You finally give him one match against Sheamus. He wins it. And then the following week, he's right back out there on Miz TV wrestling John Morrison. What the damn hell are we doing? Who's wrestling Roman Reigns after John Cena loses at SummerSlam? If John Cena loses at SummerSlam. No clue. They don't have the guy. They don't have a guy ready to go you got to start looking toward the future because you're not going to be able to rely on John Cena and Goldberg forever.
0: Three letters. N-X-T. <laughs> and X T and you've done it with NXT before. I don't know why the the NXT, obviously it, it wasn't successful in this AEW head to head battle. So it, it must be done, right? It's over with. And I've heard some people who I, whose opinions I usually try say, well, if Cole leaves and then they're done, if they, the, I don't think NXT is always going to be the the factory for creating that next major WrestleMania star, right? But all the top stars came out of NXT. Sure, Roman Reigns came out of NXT. Yeah, and and Karrion Kross Cross and Keith Lee are on television now. Right. And Seth and, Rollins came out of NXT. Becky Lynch and, came out of and, NXT. Charlotte came out of
1: NXT. All the Horsewomen—they all came out of all your top and also
0: re, re, rebooted people too, like a Finn Balor yeah, and different
1: things all, like that. Too. All of your main event top level stars who are there currently working full time, not counting Edge john cena those guys they all came out of nxt so i think it's, i think it's possible
0: i think it's possible to give nxt that edge i don't want to say it's lost but remind you of it and shine it up a little bit you know and tell you that this this is our hardcore brand this is our heavy metal you know this is if we have if if, if raw and smackdown are top four eight pop hits right this is our alternative rock festival. This is the separate thing where we're going to make those bands are going to blow up. And yet yeah, did it work head to head with AEW? I don't care if it did or not. Right. Because there's a lot of
1: reasons why it did. not
0: Sure. There's a lot of reasons why it did. All All right. And I think it's still on television. You still have a prominent position with it. If you don't need it to be bigger raw than SmackDown, you need it to make big future stars. And I do think there's a lot of people there or retain people that you have in the company so they can help create those stars along the way. And I do is, think there's a lot of possibilities there. There's some great storylines. There's some really, really fun stuff. I'm not seeing on SmackDown that Indy Hartwell Dexter Loomis thing this week was incredible, like yeah, in okay. the, the best, the best romantic storyline I've seen in professional wrestling in a long, long time.
1: I thought Otis and Manny Rose was pretty good uh, as well. But um but yeah, no, I get your point. Problem is you have a lot of these prominent stars on NXT who don't want to leave. You got guys like Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champa and Adam Cole who don't, don't want to leave. Go. They don't, don't want to go, go to the main go. roster because they know <laughs> they know that carrying cross Keith Lee Booking is just waiting for him. Yep. I, I I fear so much for a guy like Bronson Reed. I I'm just like, no, please, he, he's just gonna turn him into the Funkasaurus again. Don't do it. <laughs> Bronzilla, do dude. It. Gonna Zilla. We're going to get Bronzilla and he's going to have, you know, the next Cameron and Naomi dancing alongside him as he goes down to the ring. I can just, I can just see it. I hope that doesn't happen, but I could see it. I could totally see it. We've seen people like Piper Niven who's coming over and what are they doing? They're hanging around Eva Marie being called dewdrop. drop. All right. Like we've, we've seen what happens when, when not all of them, not all of them, obviously you have your Kevin Owens. I don't some, hate that. I don't hate
0: that as much as people do,
1: but you have a lot of people who are concerned about what, how they would be booked on the main roster, so they don't want to leave NXT. It's a problem. It is a problem.
0: I'm looking forward to Samoa Joe and Karen Cross. Though. That'll be badass. Yeah, I, that-
1: I can't. I can't wait to watch Samoa, or I can't wait to watch uh, Karen Cross lose his fifth match by then. <laughs> <Can't
0: wait. laughs> All wait. right, we we, we got to improve your mood. We got to improve your mood. WWE <laughs> needs
1: to improve their show, and then I will improve my mood. <laughs> I'm looking forward to SmackDown on Friday because SmackDown's always good. Raw sucks right now. I'm sorry. It does. And
0: yeah. it's not
1: there. And I'm not sitting here saying it's the talent. It's not. They have the talent to be special. They have the talent to be white hot even after all the people they they, they released. They absolutely do. I don't hate WWE. Why are we louder? Now? Why are we louder
0: about what sucks not louder about what we love? You know what I mean? We we didn't talk that much about this, this great Ross. angle with Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. We didn't SmackDown's talk about Ross. it. We we didn't talk about the cool stuff they did it's on SmackDown the same last same week.
1: Thing, dude, it's the same thing that happens on sports talk shows. When your team is good, nobody wants to call up and say Joe Burrow's awesome, baby. When they start off one and seven, fire Zach Taylor. <laughs> That's what it is. We're conditioned to bitch. And this week I had a lot to bitch about.
0: That should be our t shirt. We we <laughs> can we get can we get a conditioned to bitch wrestling t shirt? <laughs> if we uh, we'll go to pro wrestling tees.
1: Uh if we if we had if we had recorded this show on Sunday. Yeah. This is, this is me calm down. This is me after like a full week to think about stuff rationally.
0: Holy God. If we would record this show on Sunday, you would not have been able to contain me. It would have been bad.
1: It would have been bad.
0: So, what are you going to be like next week? All right. We'll be back. ONA
1: Flyer on Saturday this oh,
0: weekend. Don't, don't get me going. All right, we'll be back next Thursday. We go deep every Thursday night. You, of course, can enjoy this in audio form as well on our podcast feed available on Spotify, Apple. Thank you for putting on the charts there as well. We drop a lot of different stuff on there, not just, not just this show every week. Uh, you can also check out Top Story of the Day with me every weekday. Every weekday I'm on that late afternoon doing the biggest stories of the day and much, much more. Sometimes and Rick, you have a ton of interviews. In
1: we 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 uh, Excuse me, what? that sometimes I'll do a money in the bank, run in cash in. Um, oh yeah.
0: That was I'll do one of those
1: every once in a while.
0: Yeah. So uh you have a ton of interviews that we just, we just dropped recently that people. Yeah.
1: Within hours. the last couple of weeks, uh, I decided that uh, I had, uh, I, I had been burning the trail uh, with the WWE PR people for a while. They give me like five people inside of a week. So I decided to take, a little bit of a break let's let, let, let some other people get get some moments i i didn't want to i didn't want to blow out their email inbox uh this week so uh, i took a week nice. off but i'm um, sure i'll have somebody next week um either for this show or up on the sports kid wrestling youtube channel
0: cross, right. our maybe you'll be, cross, cross our fingers cross our fingers maybe you'll be doing some cool stuff in vegas cross our fingers
1: oh i'll be doing a lot of cool shit in
0: vegas as long as you know covid yeah whatever yeah. All that. Uh, give him a follow on the Twitter machine. You can see it right there on the screen at That's Rick Ichino. You can give me a follow at Kev Callum. Of course, if you haven't done already, follow Sports Kita on Twitter. We have a great Sports Kita. Shout out to our social media team. Just cracked a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. So thank you guys so much for that as well. We appreciate it. All right, we will return next week. Remember, when watching wrestling, you must do. The most important thing that you can possibly do while watching wrestling, which is
1: what? Enjoy it, unless it's Monday
0: Night Raw. <sighs> Make the show better. Enjoy Make wrestling. It better! Enjoy wrestling. Make all it right? better. Stay safe. Get your shots. Enjoy wrestling. Make it better. <laughs>